the top stories of the day. Understand the issues that matter. This is Manila Bulletin News on Web. Your quick rundown of top news in the country and around the world. Manila Bulletin, celebrating 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Be fully informed. Hi, I'm Barbie Atienza. This is MB Now, and here are your news on web. The COVID-19 National Task Force and the Metro Manila mayors have agreed to implement a no-home quarantine protocol for COVID-19 patients. This is after a huge number of cases that have been recorded the past months were mostly from among family members. Charina Nicole Onki has this report. Chief Implementer Secretary Carlito Galvez said they will now prohibit COVID-19 patients from undergoing home quarantine. According to Galvez, most national capital region mayors have agreed to implement a no-home quarantine protocol as this is now being blamed for the continuing rise of COVID-19 cases. Initially, COVID-19 patients are allowed to be quarantined inside their homes for as long as they have a separate room and comfort room. Nagpapatupad din po ang NCR mayors ng isang no-home quarantine protocol. So karamihan po sa ating mga NCR mayors talagang dinadala po sa quarantine facility yung ating mga positive cases. Na kung saan maikpit na ipinagbabawal ang pagpapagaling sa mga pasyente sa kanilang tahanan. Ako mismo ay sumasang-ayon sa estrategiyang ito at napakita, napakita po natin sa Cebu at sa ibang lugar sa Nabotas. And even dito sa Quezon City, nakita natin ang ganda ng naging result. At present, we advise all the city mayors to allocate more than 1,000 beds in its quarantine facility for COVID-19 mild patients. At pakagawa po sila ng hospital ng more or less 250 beds. Maganda po na talaga i-elevate na po natin, lalo na sa Metro Manila, na ang lahat po ng siyudad may kanya-kanyang hospital na meron na pong level 2 and level 3. A huge number of cases that have been recorded the past months were mostly among family members. Alam po natin na napakataas ng transmisyon mula sa ating mga workplaces patungo sa ating mga tahanan. At ang ibig po sabihin nito, naiuwi po natin ng mga tao ang sakit sa kanilang mga bahay at vice versa. From bahay to workplace and then workplace to bahay. At dito nagiging mabilis ang pagkalat ng virus kaya nakikita po natin pamipamilya at saka makakasama po sa trabaho ay na-infect po. This is what happened in the Visayas where in 10 members of the family living in one house tested positive for the virus. Ganun din ang nangyayari po sa Metro Manila lalo po yung mga densely populated areas. For MB Now, this is Serena Nicole Ong Ki reporting. The Department of Environment and Natural Resources has ensured environmental groups that the ongoing rehabilitation program along the Manila Bay coastline is an astute project. DNR even tapped environmental experts to make sure that materials being used would surely whiten the shoreline. Our correspondent Minka Tianco has the story. The Department of Environment and Natural Resources has assured environmental groups that their ongoing rehabilitation program along the coastline of Manila Bay is a well-thought-out project. 
In an interview with MB Now, DENR Undersecretary Benny Antiporda said they tapped experts who did a meticulous study regarding the placing of materials that would whiten the shoreline of Manila Bay. Initially, environmental groups raised concerns about the project of the DENR to fill a portion of the baywalk with supposed white sand. Antiporda, however, said it would be impossible to use white sand in their project as transporting sand from beaches are prohibited. So, nilinis talaga yung buong dagat niya hanggang ilalim. Then, pinalitan niya ng malinis na buhangin, black sand, no? Tapos, sinabi ni Secretary Simato na gusto niya lang makita ng tao na maganda ito. Kaya, pinatungan lang ng one meter na white sand kung titingnan pero this is a dolomite boulder, no? And uh, basically, wala siyang, ano, wala naman siyang problema when it comes to uh, yung uh, coastal ecosystem kasi in the first place, ang uh, content na itong dolomite boulders na ito ay uh, ano, no, yung uh, calcium carbonate na yan din ang content ng ating coral. Fisher Folk Group Pamalakaya described the plan as artificial rehabilitation focusing on aesthetic appearance rather than addressing the environmental degradation problems of Manila Bay. But Antiporda said the ongoing project is a result of a thorough evaluation conducted by concerned agencies within the Environment Department. Well, of course, our EMB uh, director, si uh, William Cunado, is rin sa expert na engineer yan. And yung aming EMB mismo, the whole EMB, no? uh, air, water... Uh, solid waste, lahat po yan. May mga experts tayo rito, may mga, uh, mga doctorate degree din po itong mga tao natin dito and masteral. Uh, oh. Lahat po yan, may uh, mga ika nga, de, uh, de kampanilya rin, ika nga. No po? Uh, that's why yung sinasabi nga po ng mga kaibigan natin sa labas na hindi sila kinonsulta, eh, kung meron hong matalino sa bahay nila, meron din pong matalino sa gobyerno. Antiporda, meantime, said they are on track to complete the project to commemorate the International Coastal Cleanup Day on September 19. For MB Now, this is Minka Chanko reporting. Japanese Coast Guard rescuers are still searching for the remaining 42 crew members of a ship believed to have sunk in a typhoon after a lone Filipino survivor was found bobbing in a life jacket. The Gulf Livestock 1, which was carrying a cargo of nearly 6,000 cows, issued a distress call in the early hours of Wednesday from a position 185 kilometers west of Japan's Amami-Oshima Island. 39 Filipino crews, including two Zealanders, one Australian and one Singaporean, are still missing. The Department of Foreign Affairs and the Consulate General in Osaka is still monitoring the situation and will continue its search and rescue operation prior to worsening threats brought about by Typhoon Maisak. Dramatic photos and videos released by the Japanese Coast Guard showed the man floating in the darkness in an orange life jacket and being pulled onto a boat with a rope as rescuers battled violent rolling waves. He was quickly brought to a large vessel where Coast Guard personnel with surgical masks and gloves wrapped him with blankets.
A bus whose brakes reportedly failed rammed 11 motorcycles, a car, and another bus while traveling along Osmeña Highway in Makati City. In the initial investigation of Makati Police showed the erring bus with the plate number TYF328 hit the vehicles when they stopped at a traffic light on the northbound side of Osmeña Highway in Barangay Pio del Pilar, Makati at around 9 in the morning. The driver, 29-year-old driver Marlon Nakaitona, claimed the brake of his vehicle did not work when he stepped on the pedal. The injured victims were rushed to Hospital Makati, Makati Medical Center, and the St. Luke's Global. Makati City Chief Colonel Oscar Jack Galsildo said one of the injured individuals is a Philippine Coast Guard officer. Nakaitona is now under police custody. In Metro News, Mayor Isco buys more remdesivir vials for COVID-19 patients. Valenzuela passes ordinance requiring use of face shields in workplaces. And Navotas LGU and TESDA offer free online baking courses. More from this report. Manila Mayor Francisco Isco Marina Dumagoso has ordered the purchase of additional vials of Remdesivir, a drug used to treat coronavirus disease patients. The city government earlier acquired 2,000 Remdesivir vials that were used to treat around 200 symptomatic COVID-19 patients. Studies showed that the drug reduced the length of illness from 15 to 11 days. Additionally, Dumagoso said they will purchase more medical equipment to beep up the city's medical sector amid its fight against the pandemic. He also said that they will implement additional measures at the city's six district hospitals to ensure the safety of frontline healthcare workers. Wearing face shields are now mandatory in workplaces in Valenzuela City. The Ordinance Number no. 770 now requires all employees of public and private offices or establishments in the city to wear face shields during work hours and inside their workplaces. Only those employees of offices or establishments where acrylic barriers have already been installed between workstations are exempted for wearing face shields, the ordinance said. Adhering to the guidelines set by the national government, the local government said face shields must cover the entire face and should not be be a visor type. Individuals who will be caught not following the ordinance will be charged with 1,000 fine or 24-hour community service on the first offense. Meanwhile, 3,000 fine or 46 hours community service and 5,000 fine or 72 hours of community service await those second and third offenders respectively. The local government of Navarra has partnered with the Technical Education and Skills Development Authority or TESDA to offer free online baking training to help residents learning new skills and start their own business while in their safety and comfort of their homes. A total of 100 residents will be qualified for the one-day online training of TESDA's bread, donut, and noodle making. TESDA will provide the ingredients for free. Those who are interested may apply through the Navarra's Vocational Training and Assessment Institute. City's Public Information Office Head Iris Kobilan said, an entrepreneurship seminar will then be offered to the enrollees so that they may start their own business. Here are the top news in other parts of the country. CHR raises alarm over alleged maltreatment of ITAS. COVID-19 tests not obligatory for pregnant women according to the DOH. And 246 NPA supporters affirm support to end conflict. More in this report.
The Commission on Human Rights has raised alarm over allegations of maltreatment of the Aita community in Zambales. According to the reports obtained by the Commission, the Aitas who were suspected to be members of the New People's Army from San Marcelino, Zambales, were reportedly forced by military personnel to eat human waste on August 21. 7th Infantry Division Public Affairs Office Chief Major Amado Gutierrez has denied the alleged maltreatment and said that all military operations must adopt the importance of human rights. The CHR will be conducting its own investigation parallel to the ongoing investigation of the military to ensure that there will be impartiality. The Department of Health in Region 6 clarified that pregnant women are not obligated to undergo tests for coronavirus disease to be able to obtain medical care at a hospital. DOH 6 Chief for Local Health Support Division, Dr. Sofia Pulmones, reminded hospitals and other health facilities in Aklan, Antique, Capiz, Guimaras, Iloilo, and Negros Occidental Provinces, as well as the cities of Iloilo and Bacolod, to continue catering to pregnant women. This after a woman in Pavia Town, Iloilo Province, gave birth to her child when she was refused admission by any hospital after not having a COVID-19 test result, among other requirements. 46 members of Magkahiusang Masa Farmers Organization, an underground mass organization, and 200 former mass-based supporters of the New People's Army denounced the atrocities of the communist group and affirmed their full support to end armed conflict in Agusan del Sur province. Affirming their all-out support, the former mass-based supporters of the NPA and underground communist organization pledged to extend their support to the government's peace and development program during a Grand Pulong Pulong held at Barangay Maasin in Esperanza Town, Agusan del Sur Province. 26th Infantry Battalion Commander Lieutenant Colonel Reynaldo Romel A. Gonce lauded the municipality of Esperanza for their unified effort in solving armed conflict in some of their areas. In world news, COVID-19 vaccines may be known this month, according to frontrunners. Trump makes campaign stop in key swing state of Pennsylvania. And Chinese delivery man nicknamed Father Kangaroo for taking daughter to work. Let's watch this report. The moment of truth for the coronavirus disease front runners is coming as soon as this month. The first result showing whether a vaccine can stop people from getting the virus could come by mid-September from AstraZeneca PLC, according to Airfinity Limited, an analytics company that tracked drug trials said. The drug maker has pledged as many as 30 million doses to the UK by the end of the month. The two other contenders, the US Moderna Incorporated and the US German partnership of Pfizer Incorporated and BioNTech SE may also have an initial data before a key food and drug administration meeting on virus vaccines scheduled for October 22, Airfinity said. A fourth, China Sinovac Biotech LTD, could have preliminary results shortly after the meeting. Paris-based Sanofi administered the first patients with its experimental COVID-19 vaccine on Thursday. Bringing it a step closer to the late-stage clinical trials, it aims to kickstart before year-end. The World Health Organization cautioned against approving a vaccine before its full risk and benefits are clear. With two months until Election Day, U.S. President Donald Trump urges supporters to make sure their vote counts. During a campaign stop in Latrobe, Pennsylvania, where he discussed the pandemic and potential vaccines and also claimed that rival Joe Biden's approach to ending rioting and violence is to appease the domestic terrorists. And if on Election Day or 
early voting. That is not tabulated and counted. You go vote. And then if for some reason after that, it shouldn't take that long, it comes in, they're not going to be able to tabulate it because you will have voted. But you have to make sure your vote counts, because the only way they're going to beat us is by doing that kind of stuff. I'm trying to be nice. A Chinese delivery man has earned the nickname Father Kangaroo for taking his daughter, who suffers from cerebral palsy, along with him during work. Yang Bi, a delivery man from Wuhan, central China's Hubei province, has been working in a logistics company for five years. His second baby was born just a few weeks ago, and since then he has taken Tong Dong, his elder daughter with cerebral palsy, on his rounds. Residents from the communities where Yang works are quite tolerant and sympathetic to the little girl on the electric motorcycle, and Yang has become known to them as Father Kangaroo. In entertainment, Sharifa Akil, the Filipino-Qatari beauty who won or was crowned Miss Asia Pacific International in 2018, has spent an open letter on Facebook following accusations she is Maguindanao's second district representative Ismael Toto Mangundadatu's mistress. The accusation came from Mangundadatu's wife, Mylene Maligaya Mangundadatu, who is also Muntinlupa City first district councillor. Sharifa's open letter published August 28 was addressed to someone she labeled Miss Desper Desperada. While there are some netizens who were only too quick to side with Sharifa, not a few begged her to simply answer if she is indeed the congressman's mistress as accused. The beauty queen remained silent on the matter. Popular YouTube couple Jamil is now brand ambassador. With more than 10 million subscribers, Jason Manabat and Camille Trinidad recently signed a skincare brand where they will be endorsing a new lotion product. Apart from being brand ambassadors, the YouTube couple also released their single entitled Tayo Hanggang Dulo. The couple shared that as influencers, it is really important to invest in skincare, especially in their case that they are uploading a lot of videos. Now this just came in. Popular Pinoy vlogger Lloyd Cafe Cadena passes away this afternoon. This announcement of his untimely death was posted on his official Facebook account by one of Lloyd's kin. The family of the 26-year-old vlogger is asking for prayers, respect, and privacy at this time of grief. Lloyd has, a more, than, has more than 5 million Facebook and 5 million YouTube followers. He is a financial management graduate of Coleo de San Juan de Letran. And in sports, officials of the Joint Administrative Order Group and Commission on Higher Education agreed to submit a report to the Interagency Task Force on possible sanctions of the University of Santo Tomas where its men's basketball team reportedly conducted a training bubble in Sorsogon during the quarantine. The tripartite group of Games and Amusements Board, Philippine Sports Commission, and the Department of Health met with CHED today and discussed the submitted report of the university on its internal investigation on the alleged training bubble. Last Tuesday, UAAP officials and UST representatives composed of two lawyers met with the Jiao Group and CHED to submit the school's internal probe findings. USD formed a fact-finding committee to investigate the controversy, but only furnished copies of their findings to DOH and CHED. 
The school has been at the center of controversy after its men's basketball team allegedly violated government health protocols. And those are the news on web today, September 4, 2020. It's 112 days before Christmas. For more news and details, get your copy of the Manila Bulletin newspaper tomorrow or log on to www.mb.com.ph. And you may also subscribe to our newsletter through the link on this video's caption to have the day's latest news delivered to your inbox. I am Barbie Atienza for Manila Bulletin, celebrating its 120 years of timely stories and timeless truths. Join us again on Monday. This has been MB Now. Be fully informed.